Hi. Hi, everyone. Um, so we're going to look at the Bible study now. But before uh, we read it, uh, we've got a couple of kids who are going to read it for us, which is brilliant. Um, but before we read it, uh, I just want to give a bit of a backstory to this verse. So we're looking at Psalm 123 today. It's one of the Psalms of Ascent. And as we've heard before, um, these would have been sung as they were walking up the hill to, to Jerusalem. And this Psalm actually would have been uh, recited as they were coming up to the temple of the Lord. And it would have been a massive temple and it would have been huge and a bit overwhelming. And it's the start of it is, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. The start of this verse is about remembering how amazing, how mighty God is in the, in the view of this amazing building that God is the one that builds it. The second part of this, uh, of this psalm is about children, about being blessed with children. And I just wanted to give some backstory because I know when I read it, I found it hard. And I want to acknowledge that this might be hard for some people who are reading it. Not for everyone, but this might be hard. But if it is, I would love to chat with you and pray with you after the service. But as they were, as the Israelites, as the Jews were going up the hill to Jerusalem and they're seeing God with this massive building in front of them and remembering God is the one who built it. God is also the one who blesses with children and God is the one who helps uh, as parents and as family to build that relationship and that faith into them as well. So it's just about trusting in God in all areas of our life. So we are going to have a couple of people who are going to come and read. Duke, can you come up and Florence I'm going to go for Duke first Duke first and then ESV and I've got it here oh you've got one as well great unless the Lord builds the house a song of ascent of Solomon unless the Lord builds the house those who build it in labor in vain unless the Lord watches over the city the watchmen stay awake in vain it is in vain that you rise up early and go late to rest, eating the bread anxious toil, for he gives his beloved sleep. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Are the children of one's youth Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. He shall not put he shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Thank you, Duke. Do you want to go sit back down? Thank you. That was that was the ESV, and now Florence is going to read in the NLT version. Unless the Lord builds a house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is unless for you to work so hard from early morning until late at night, anxiously waiting for food to eat. For God gives rest to his loved ones. Children are a gift from the Lord. They are a reward from him. Children born to a young man are like arrows in warriors' hands. How joyful is the man whose quiver is full of them. He will not be put to shame when he confronts his accusers at the city gates. 
Thank you, Florence. Great. So yeah, we're going to have about 10 minutes to look at the questions that are on the bottom of the NLT bit and they'll come up on the screen behind me. So yeah, 10 minutes, get chatting and we'll, we'll do feedback in a little bit. Yeah, are people ready to share? I'm going to wander around with the microphone. If you can let me know if you want to share, that'd be great. I'm going to come because you're closest <laughs> to this table first, sorry. So I just want to point out that uh, most of the ideas on our table were generated by Tessie, and I have been <laughs> nominated to present these. Um, so, yeah, we were talking about how um, God is the foundation for everything, um, and actually everything uh, we do is pointless without God. Um, and what should we do about it? Uh, we should draw near to God and find our strength in him. Thank you. Guys on this table, who wants to share? Oh, yeah, um, I think from us it was more, uh, it just reminded me of Philippians 4, 6, where it says, don't be anxious about everything, but in everything you do, um, pray and give thanks to God. Um, so it was the fact that God is at the center of everything, and we need to make sure that we turn to God in, um, in all things we do, um, and not rely on others but depend on him that's really good thank you what what stood out was the sudden change from verse uh, one to one and two to then three and four to, um, the first two verses talking about if god doesn't if god is not involved to going to children so we just found that uh, like that sudden change mm. yeah that stood out for us and uh, what the prophet says about God, uh, it's unless God is involved and is at the center, we labor or our efforts are in vain. Yeah. And then question three, what does the prophet say? That God gives rest to his loved ones. And then also that we are called to depend on God and to tell our fellow image bearers to always trust in the Lord. And it just reminded us of Proverbs 3, where it says, trust in God with all your heart. <laughs> trust, in God, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make your straight your path. So that's what we got out of it. That's really good. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. That's really good. Who wants to share on this table? What stands out for us as the first, as adults, I'm talking on behalf of adults, on this table is uh, the fact that unless the Lord builds, unless the Lord protects, uh, we can have success in all of these anxious moments that have driven us into working for food to eat. And then um, it means a man continues to remain anxious to want to achieve, to want to succeed, to want to thrive. But except the Lord, we can't actually get the successes. So that's what stood out. And then also, interestingly, um, it's evident that we also see uh, talking about the children that they are a gift from the Lord. And that's um, a lot to that as well. You know, the children are actually a gift from the Lord. Uh, 
And so in all, I would say um, we need to tell people about it. And um, we need to also first ex have this experience of laying our burdens at the feet because he's the only one that can give us rest. I think that's, uh, that's just about Thank you. Yeah, it's really encouraging to hear so many people say, like, leaning on God, like, putting our burdens at his feet. It's really good. Uh, who wants to share on this table? <laughs> Fortunately, everybody's already said our points already. So, um, I think the main focus for us is kind of the sovereignty of God. Um, that was kind of evident throughout the passage. And then we kind of spoke about the providence of God and kind of the purposeful sovereignty of God. Um, we also spoke about the kind of fact that... Um, None of our efforts, whether it's high effort or low effort, can actually, one, like, make the outcome that we're looking for and just kind of focusing on God and his perfect will. That was kind of the key thing for us. Good. Thanks. Uh, on this table, who would like to share? We, we were, like others, were saying that everything uh, without God is in vain and uh, we have to include God in everything we do and he protects us provides for us rewards and gives us rest and everything is from him we can't do anything without him <laughs> um for the children bit we didn't just think of it as having physical children there are rewards lots of rewards and you can have spiritual children and uh so we looked at it in in that way we can still have a quiverful we can still have a quiver of rewards, you know, and you might have been someone that's guided someone through their life, brought someone to law, uh, to God, done Sunday school work, done all sorts of things. So it doesn't, that's how we felt. It didn't need to be you physically have a child. Um, and uh, we can be joyful because when we come up to a gate or somebody accuses us of something, we know we've followed God and we've got the rewards to prove we followed God and we can be joyful with that you know thank you that's really good anyone on this table Anil <laughs> yeah we looked at uh, uh, what stands out that God is the foundation for us and uh, without that foundation we we cannot get get anywhere and he he is the foundation he is the structure as well so we can look to him and uh, also we looked at like remembering that uh, god gives rest to his loved ones uh, scripture says that his yoke is easy his burden is light so uh, we can look to him for everything and john was saying uh, he prays for people because he trusts he trusts god and uh, he prays for people it's just really good yeah it's really good thank you uh, over to emma and then kezia but emma first that's really great it's always so exciting to hear what everyone says and you know how that moment of like realizing well they've said everything that we we're thinking and it's just so great to know that God speaks to us so God speaks to all of us and God speaks to older people and younger people and what's really exciting today is that we've got Kezia to come and share what spoke to her in in when we did this so we got around uh, our house on monday night it feels like three weeks ago but it was only monday night and um we spent time together looking at this passage and in the bible study and god really spoke to kez and so we'd love for her to come and share now it's the first time she's up here so can we give her a really warm welcome 
It turned on okay. And um, what's even more exciting is Kez is part of the youth group. So it's really awesome that the week before New Day, we have got a young person sharing with us. So let's listen and listen to God, because it's not about... We've been talking to, to each other, haven't we? And we're saying... We had a coffee yesterday. It was really nice. And we're saying it's all about what God's spoken. So go for it, Kez. We're with you. Lovely. Can everyone hear me all right? Yes? Lovely. So... Um, one thing that I got from this word, from this verse, is the word unless, and I know a lot of you spoke about that as well in your groups. Um, it says, unless the Lord builds your house, the work, the, those who build it labour in vain. From my personal experience, <clears throat> I think it's so easy to put God not at the centre of everything. <clears throat> For someone, um, someone mentioned at Trinity a couple of weeks ago that um, we need to put God at the centre of our worship. And I've certainly, it made me realise that I hadn't been. I think it's so easy when you're just singing the words and you, it has no meaning to you, you're literally just singing the words like you would when you're listening to the radio. Um, and ever since I've like consciously and actively been focusing on God during the worship, um, I felt so much more connected to God and I feel his presence and the words have begun to actually mean something in my heart. Um, and that's exactly what this verse is saying when it says how building the house themselves is useless, which is how one verse version of the chapter puts it. Just like that, worshipping without God at the centre is useless. Um, and when we start putting God at the centre of everything we do, we will notice a difference in our actions. That could mean feeling closer to God in worship, or that could mean taking steps of faith or worldly risks. As a result, our mindset will change because the closer we get to God, the less we care about judgment from others and we learn what really matters is glorifying God. As Colossians 3 says, we need to set our minds on things above, not on earthly things. This means listening to what God wants to do in our lives rather than what we want to do or what other people around us want to do. For example, there have been a lot of times when my friends plan something on a Sunday and I really want to go, and I know they would want me to go, but I know that God wants me to be at church with his people and to glorify him. And although this might feel like a sacrifice at the time, I know that the joy I feel with my friends is nothing compared to the joy that we're being with the Lord. And so our lives as Christians should make non-believers question their disbelief. By taking these steps of faith, people around us will start to wonder what makes us so different and that is how God can use us in our everyday lives. Sometimes it's hard to take those steps of faith because we are worrying about the consequences that could be judgment from other people. But when we learn to trust him with this, this is when true faith is built. And because we no longer rely on our own strength, but we trust God and his strength. Another thing that struck me in this chapter was the first verse that says, unless the Lord builds the house, those who build it labor in vain. I think it's really easy to build our own houses sometimes, especially when we are in a time of waiting for answers to prayer. But this verse is telling us to be patient and wait on the Lord instead of finding our own solution. So in Proverbs 13, verse 3, it says, Commit your work to the Lord and your, plan your plans will be established. Again, this mentions how important it is, it is for us to give everything we have to the Lord, like our jobs and our school life, and allow him to work in us for his glory. 
I'm currently in a time of waiting because I have no clue what God wants me to do in my life. I don't know whether I'm going to uni or what job I want to have in the future. Um, So I understand the temptation to just take the reins and build your own house. But I also understand that I can do nothing without God, which was mentioned. Um, I can't even breathe without him. So doing our own thing without God is like having a best friend that you do absolutely everything with. And you want to watch the latest film with them, and you ask them, but they don't reply. So you just go by yourself. But it's not the same because they're not there to enjoy it with you. And you didn't get that opportunity to create memories and a closer bond with your friend. You decided to value the film over the friendship. We have to trust God with our lives because his plan is the best plan for us. And he wants to enjoy the journey with us. While we wait for God to reveal our plan for us, it doesn't mean we just sit around and do nothing. We can still spend time in his presence and glorify him because even if it doesn't seem like he's doing anything, he never stops working. And when he calls us to our purpose, we will be ready because we will have that close bond with him and we know we trust him. I found this quote which reminds me to put, to give everything to God and to glorify him in everything I do. So I'll read it out for you. God's timing, not mine. God's plan, not mine. God's will, not mine. God's glory, not mine. God's word, not this world.